The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Every year on March 17th, whether you are Irish or you are not, makes no difference. But we become Irish for the day and celebrate St. Patrick's Day Irish celebratory maneuvers with great delicacies, with great libations, Irish whiskey, Irish beer, Irish libations, and of course, you have to have a cigar with some sort of Irish theme. The closest I can think of is a cigar with a candela wrapper, green. And you also wear the green. I have donned on a green shirt. I've got my Irish green fedora with special LED flashing lights. And we've got everyone in green attire as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day front and center today on the Cigar O'Dave Show. Long-ash greetings and salutations, a long-ash snappy o-salute, semper delictatio, always pleasure, Aaron Gobrow, Cigar O'Day, front and center, the Global General, the Globa Alpha, and today, the global, le- uh, global Leprechaun in Charge, front and center as we come to you from the Davidoff Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Today, we will be conducting Irish whiskey and Irish beer and Irish libationary tasting maneuvers. Now, I should say that to start, we didn't want to just chomp on food the entire show. So before the show, we had a wonderful spread of shepherd's pie, bangers and mash, corned beef and cabbage, some corned beef Rubens with Russian dressing. And if you did see my social media postings, you'll see that I was cavorting with the enemy. has to do with Russian. That was Russian dressing. Also, uh, we had some uh, wonderful corned beef... uh, Let's see, corned beef and cabbage. Uh, I said we've also had um, uh, fish and chips. Can't, can't forget the fish and chips. Make the Brits favorite. And we had uh, for dessert some whiskey bread pudding with some fantastic Jamesons and uh, combination. I think we had some Jamesons in there. We had some uh, Tullamore Dew. We had Bushmills. A variety of whiskeys that were in there. Fantastic all the way around. It is my pleasure to welcome to our special St. Patrick's Day edition Front and center, our resident sommelier, sommelier Dave. Greetings, you're looking very Irish today. Thank you, General. Long ashes at you. Oh, General, and as the pastor priest used to always say, there's a little bit of the Irish in all of us. That is correct. And uh, the other thing that they used to say is, frosted lucky charms <laughs> that are magically delicious. An Irish spring, manly yes, but I like it too. <laughs> Two very, very important Irish sayings. And joining yes. us... 
for our mixology maneuvers. We've got the lovely mixologist Jenna front and center. Mixologist Jenna, it's been a long time. It's been a year, last year at this time since you came back on with us. I know. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm really excited to make some delicious cocktails for you guys today. What, what took you so long? I, I, you know, coming back from Ireland is a really long trip <laughs> for you guys. That's true. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's talk about St. Patrick's Day, first of all, or the Feast of St. Patrick. It is a cultural and religious celebration, initially a religious celebration, with uh, made official a, a Christian feast day in the early 17th century, observed by the Catholic Church, the Anglican uh, Church, the Church of Ireland, Eastern Orthodox Church, the Lutheran Church. It commemorates the day St. Patrick, uh, 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 or actually the day commemorates St. Patrick, the arrival of Christianity in Ireland, celebrating the heritage and culture of the Irish in general. But really, it has changed to become just a celebratory day of all things Irish. And no matter what your religion, no matter what your nationality, on March 17th, everyone, at least here in the United States, and really around the world too, becomes Irish. We don the green to get in proper, proper mode, and let's face it, we never in the United States need a reason to celebrate or have a party. No, we don't. It's always great just to go out and enjoy something. So as we look at St. Patrick's Day, although it's a public holiday in the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland, it really has become an international holiday where people go out and have corned beef and cabbage, restaurants serve corned beef and cabbage, or they have the bangers and mash, Irish shepherd's pie, the Irish beer, the Guinness, the Smittix is flowing like crazy, Irish whiskey, which has made a huge, huge resurgence, which we will get to. So there's really no, uh, on that day, on St. Patrick's Day, this coming Friday, there's really no reason why you shouldn't be out having a good time. Taking on a Friday, it's a perfect day to have St. Patrick's Day because you can knock off work early. It's go a for long a late, weekend. Yeah, go for a late lunch about 1 o'clock, and almost every restaurant, every Irish pub has entertainment. So mm -hmm. you start with some food. You have some libations. You're there all, the, all day, and then you call Uber to make sure you don't uh, drive home yourself, and exactly. you've had a great day. Yeah, and eventually it's Monday morning, and you're back to the same old grind. But to your point, it's a great way to extend you know, your weekend and really enjoy seeing friends you might not have seen in a while. Plus, if you're in Chicago, you can look at the Green River. Well, here in the Cigar City of Tampa, they, they actually dye the, the Hillsborough River green yes, as well. Do. I remember I have some pictures which we'll tweet out from, got to be about two, three years ago. I happened to be on St. Patrick's Day. It was, I want to say it was on a, it was on a Sunday for some reason. It was on a weekend. Actually, maybe it was Saturdays before we did the show, but I remember early going to do a power walk on the Riverwalk in the Cigar City downtown of the Cigar City of Tampa, and I see for the first time the entire river is green, green. and I see a city boat. They're pouring the, <laughs> the, uh, the food the coloring dying, in yeah. there, the dye in there, and it was very, very cool and looked great. So not just in Chicago, but in Tampa, but there are great parades all over the yes, country. There are. And again, it is just a day of celebration where people traditionally wear the green and have a great time. So no mm -hmm. matter where you are next Friday, celebrate St. Patrick's Day. That's what the leprechaun in charge today, <laughs> Sagato Dave, tells you. Now, Somalia, by the way, how did you enjoy the, the beautiful Irish buffet that we had prior to starting the show today? It was very exquisite. Fattening. I'm fighting off having a nap right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide whether the 
the device, the clothing apparatus you're wearing is an oversized tie you or an undersized tie. bib. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> I use it both ways. We'll send a picture of that out. But uh, and by the way, because you know, I, I knew you were going to dress up as yep. you always do. When you think about it, for New Year's Eve, you yeah. came in with the tuxedo uh, and the black hat. But I found a green Irish hat, a fedora. I love it. It's, it's, it's Frank great. Sinatra, but an Irish green. And there's a little button on the side. I can adjust the LED <laughs> flashing lights. I mean, it, this is almost looks like a road hazard when you think about it when you're crossing the street. Here you go. I got the got the light on here. Take a look. Yeah, I think it's great. I saw you coming in from cross street when you parked, and you were just all lit up today. That or I look like an Irish pimp, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but you're enjoying life, and that's the main thing about it. Exactly right. So let's talk about Irish whiskey, Somalia Dave. Irish whiskey, the word whiskey is an Anglicization of the first word in the Gaelic phrase, usabitia, uh, mm -hmm. or water of life. The phrase was a translation of the Latin term aquavitae, which was commonly used to describe distilled spirits during the Middle Ages. Now, one thing about Irish whiskey, it tends to be a little bit softer, a little bit smoother than its counterpart, Scotch whiskey. The reason being is peat is rarely used in the malting process. Correct. So that Irish whiskey, smoother finish, not as smoky, doesn't have the earth undertones or overtones that Scotch does. Correct. At one time, Irish whiskey was once the most popular spirit in the world. But a long period of decline began from the late 19th century onwards. So in the, what was interesting is in the 1890s, Ireland boasted over 30 distilleries, but 100 years later, just three distilleries remained up until a few years ago. And Irish whiskey, Somalia Dave, seen a great renaissance, a resurgence in popularity since probably right around 2002, 2003. Correct. There's a few reasons for that. One of the reasons why it's softer and smoother, like you had mentioned, there's no peat in it. But Irish whiskeys are triple distilled, where Scotch whiskeys are double distilled. Through that third distillation, it softens up the whiskey. And another reason of it going into decline, they had many things that went negative against it 100 years or so ago. They had a big strike at the distilleries that they didn't resolve. So the whiskey just about shut down. And in that time, the Scotch were very smart about it. They flooded the market with their whiskey to pick up the loss of Irish whiskey in the market. Well, also, when you say the term Scotch, Scotch, you don't say Scotch whiskey, you say Scotch. It's, it sounds strange to say, I'll have an Irish. It just doesn't have that same. No, for doesn't. some reason, when you say, give me a scotch, pour me a scotch, pour me an Irish correct. just doesn't have the same, you're, just, you're doesn't correct. have the same, doesn't slip off the tongue. No, it doesn't. It's it, so much easier. That's where, like saying, I'll have a Coke, I'll have a Bud, I'll have Jack. Right. You know, when you say certain things, you're completely correct about that. Well, what's interesting, Somalia Dave, is that, again, back in the late 1990s, there were only, or the mid-90s, only three distilleries in operation. As of the beginning of this year, Ireland now has 16 distilleries in Correct. operation. There are 14 more in the planning stages. However, only five of these distilleries have been operating long enough to have whiskey that is sufficiently aged for sale, and only one of which was operating prior to 1975, and that, I believe, is the Bushmills Distillery. Yes, which we have now, and one of the other whiskeys we'll be tasting today, Tullamore Dew, 
That just came online a couple years 2014. ago. 2014. Exactly. Yep. And some whiskey that has been out of production that we still have, Slane Castle, Bron Foreman, which is a big supporter of your programming, they just bought the distiller. They just bought the rights to it, and now they're bringing the distillery on. And I'll have to tell you, we had some of uh, Brown Foreman. They they purchased uh, some distilleries and brands in Scotland. Scotch Correct. whiskey, off the Glendronic, Glendronic, oh off the charts. Yes, absolutely off the charts. So you know that the folks that own Jack Daniels and Woodford Reserve, they're going to apply the same exact strict production. Tolerances, their their quality tolerances, they're going to do the same thing. You said the perfect word, quality. It's an image that they want to portray to everybody of quality. Doesn't matter how much they put into the market. They want to make sure that when you, the consumer, enjoy it, it's the quality for everybody. And one other thing I should say is the oldest distillery is the old Bushmills Distillery, established 1784. Through a license in 1608, it lays claim to the oldest licensed distillery, not only in 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 uh, Scotland or correction in Ireland, the but world. also in the world. Correct. They produce Bushmills, um, and it was uh, since 19 or 2014. It's been owned by Jose Cuervo. Correct. It's part of the uh, William Grant or the Proximo uh, distribution group. Yep, interesting. So, uh, and again, very quickly here, looking at the start of licensed distillation in Ireland, goes to 1608, King James I granted one license to Sir Thomas Phillips, a landowner in Bushmills uh, uh, County Antrim. Through that license, the old Bushmills distillery lays claim to the oldest surviving licensed distillery in the world, but the current distillery actually was registered in 17. 17- 84, the old Milton Distillery built in 1825. Very cool. Uh, it, they have a mammoth 32,000 gallon pot still, the largest ever built. They no longer use, but it's on display outside the distillery. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Irish whiskey, some regulations, the differences with scotch as well as with bourbons. We will start sampling. We've got some incredible Irish whiskeys, some Irish beers, and some Irish concoctions that mixologist Jenna is working on as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day front and center on the Cigar or Dave Show. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. To go in the wall of her, let's stick in the shinty bowl to break the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pump. Got any Irish in you? It's St. Patrick's Day, Aaron Gobra, tasting maneuvers with your five star general, Cigar Dave. And that would be Cigar O Dave today, Aaron Gopuff, your global alpha. And the leprechaun in charge. And not only do we come to you from the Davidoff Lounge, which today is Command Center Alpha, it is now Leprechaun Center Alpha, as I am now the global alpha, a global leprechaun just for the day. Listen, with this green, I look like an Irish pimp with this green flashing hat, I got to tell you. You look great, General. There you go. And I've got the green shirt that matches, so I made sure I properly had the green attire. But did you wear any green socks? I am not wearing socks today, Somalier Dave, so I'm going au natural. You're Italian, huh? Well, no, I'm Irish today, Samadhi Dave. I am Irish. You didn't get the memo on that. It's St. Patrick's Day. We're not celebrating no, Columbus the, Day. The Italians don't wear socks either. <laughs> it's a Florida thing. What can I tell you? All right, so let's uh, pick up talking about Irish whiskey as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day uh, celebratory maneuvers today on the Cigaro Dave Show. Legal definition of Irish whiskey. As of January 29, 2016... The production, labeling, and marketing of Irish whiskey must be verified by the Irish Revenue Authorities as conforming with their Department of Agricultural's technical file for Irish whiskey. Some of the key requirements include specs that, number one, Irish whiskey must be distilled on the island of Ireland. That's good, because I thought for a second it would be distilled on the island of, like, Crete. Malta. Or Malta, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's the basic. From a mash of malted cereals with or without whole grains of other cereals, and which has been sacri- uh, 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 sacrificed by the distays of malt contained therein with or without other natural enzymes, fermented by the action of yeast, distilled at an alcoholic strength of less than 94.8% alcohol by volume, in such a way that the distillate has an aroma and taste derived from the materials used. Further, it is subject to the maturation of the final distillate for at least three years in wooden casks such as oak, not exceeding 700 liters, which is 184 U.S. gallons. The distillate, to which only water and plain caramel coloring may be added, retains its color, aroma, and taste 
derived from the production process. Irish whiskey must have a minimum alcohol by volume of 40% or 80 proof. And individual technical specs for the three varieties of Irish whiskey, single pot still, single malt, single grain, blended whiskey, are also outlined in the technical file. And the term single, in any of those varieties I just mentioned, permissible only if the whiskey is totally distilled on the site of a single distillery. So maturation must only take place on the island of Ireland. So they cannot distill it, put it in the, in the, uh, in the, in the barrels or casks, and then ship it out to another country. Correct. The other thing is that the age statement must refer to the age of the youngest whiskey used. Here's an interesting thing. Although traditionally whiskey is spelled with an E, Irish whiskey is marketed by being spelled W-H-I-S-K-Y. Y. Whiskey without the Correct. E. Those are the technical requirements. You Essentially know, has to be made distilled in Ireland. Correct. And you know what's really interesting? As you read those whiskey laws, a lot of it is similar to how the Scots have done with their laws also, where a single malt, it's called, is from that single distillery, whether it's a Glenfiddich, whether it's a Balvini, whether it's a Glenmorangie. For it to be a single blend in Ireland, it's got to come from one distillery. And there were so many, so few distilleries, it was really difficult. Right. That's why they're coming on board with so many more. Now, we've got a huge list. We've got three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We have got eleven Irish whiskeys. We're going to have one Irish beer. Actually, we'll do two. We'll do Smittix, too. Smittix and Guinness. But for our, our whiskey selection, Somalia Dave, if you would go over it, please. Okay, so what we're going to start off is with the Finians. We're going to do Donegal. And then we're going to do Sling Castle, which is going to, there's something interesting about Sling Castle. Then we're going to go to our friends at Bushmills. Bushmills. So we're going to do their white label. Right. They have a black bush, a ah. red bush. Who doesn't love bush? So <laughs> we all basically, Bushmills, bush yeah, they put the bush in Bushmills. Yes. Who doesn't love bush? Listen, exactly. black bush, red bush, blonde bush, brunette bush. I'm, Impartial. Well, they, this red bush is brand new. You're going to love it. Then we're going to Tullamore Dew. Oh, what? Bushmills honey. We're going to have We're going to do the honey, and then we're going to end it with Jameson's. Now, Tullamore Dew Special Reserve, the Tullamore Dew Single Malt 10, and the Tullamore Dew Phoenix, Correct. and the Jameson. Correct. All famous Irish whiskeys that we will sample. And mixologist Jenna's got a whole slew of libationary concoctions she is working on. We will conduct the National Cigar Olitation and Olibation Ceremony as we celebrate St. Patty's Day. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. As we celebrate St. Patrick's Day on the Cigar O'Dave show, it is only appropriate that we stay with our Irish green theme. Now, I don't want a green cigar per se. The term green in the world of cigars means a cigar that's young, it's not aged. But I've got a green-colored cigar, and I've got an Arturo Fuente Florafina 858, not in a Cameroon wrapper, not in a Maduro wrapper, but a Candela wrapper, also known as a Jade wrapper. And these wrappers were very popular in the 60s and 70s. And basically, the chlorophyll remains in the wrapper to give it the green color. A very light, very mild wrapper, not a lot of overpowering flavors to it but people wanted a very mild cigar and it was very popular but it lost favor and gave way to the Connecticut shade wrapper which still is mild but has more flavor more sweetness but Arturo Fuente one of several manufacturers including Macanudo and uh, there's also Lucione and Viaje all have a cigar that has a candela or jade wrapper now the Florafina 858 amongst the most popular sizes and cigars in the Arturo Fuente lineup. In their Grand Reserva series, it uses Dominican filler and binder. This is a Candela wrapper, so it is green. We've got pictures that you can check on CigarDave.com and social media. Again, it is a very mild cigar. So this normally is about a medium-bodied cigar, but because of the Candela wrapper, it tones it down just a hair. It is a Lonsdale size, six inches in length, with a 47 ring gauge, or 47 64 7 inch. The Lonsdale was a very popular size again in the 60s and the 70s, even in the 80s. But now people want the larger and bigger ring gauge size cigars. Nice flavor profile on this. Last one I had was just about a year ago. Don't smoke a lot of Candela uh, cigars, but they are available. 
reasonably priced. You're looking probably in the five to six dollar category, maybe even a little less depending on where you buy them. But a very solid cigar. I love the Cameroon wrapped or the Maduro. But we're going to smoke the Candela as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Green Jade Candela wrapper on the Arturo Fuente Florafina 858 Candela. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. I have myself sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for maneuvers. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Today I have a commercial-grade blowtorch. In fact, you can weld steel with this. In fact, when the wall is built on the U.S.-Mexican border, they will be using this type of torch to weld the big, giant steel slats together. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. I'm going to take a little bit more. Yeah, I'm going to do one more shot here. There we go. Perfect cut. I will now toast the foot of this Candela wrapper. And as I expose the filler leaves, the binder and the, the, and the uh, filler and binder, they are brown leaves, brown tobacco leaves, and you've got the Candela green wrapper. You can see it there, Samadhi Dave. Now, this yes, blowtorch, again, is shooting the flame out probably about, oh, this is a good six inches. Got to be very careful. Commercial-grade welding torch. In fact, I should have one of those welding goggles, those welding masks that they normally wear. This thing is so bright. I would think so, yes. I'm telling you. And it's also going to build the pipeline used in all, the American pipeline used in all the new oil pipes throughout Sweet. the country. All right, I've got a great toast to the foot of the cigar. I will now puff and rotate. Mmm. Mm, very unique flavor. Almost a dry, grassy flavor. Mm. Okay. If right, people draw. could only see you now. They can. We're going to take a picture. Hang on. Outstanding. Mm. Oops, Sergeant Steve wants to take another <laughs> one. Oh, I Okay. Mm. That's amazing, General, right? that flame. It's, it's lit. Mm. And it looks like you're enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Great light. Great draw. What do you think of this, uh, this Candela? Fantastic, it's isn't it? tremendous. Now, Irish whiskey... This is going to go great with Irish whiskey because, again, we don't want an overpowering whiskey with a Candela cigar. So the Irish whiskeys that we'll be sampling today will be fantastic. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. We have 11 Irish whiskeys we will be sampling today. The first one on the list is the Finian's. Samadier Dave, if you would be kind enough to brief us on this Finian's Irish whiskey. Finian's is a nice little label. It's put together at the Coonley uh, Distillery. It's going to be crystal clear. Mountain water is what they use to put the whiskey together. Crystal mountain water? Mountain water coming down from the mountains in Northern Ireland. Outstanding. It's going to have be with some malted barley. It's going to end up being a really nice clean whiskey. It's going to be rich but smooth. Mm. Wonderful nose. Mm-hmm. That's from the malted and barley. You're not, yeah, but you're not getting a lot of that malted barley type of, of not flavor. Like not a lot of alcohol peat. flavor, yeah, not no. peaty. Very sweet, very aromatic. All right, I will say 
Ochiers and Eren Gobrau. I like this. This is nice. Mm. Nice flavor. It's magically delicious. Yes, it is. This is very smooth. Some, very smooth. Some little honey flavor, a mm. little bit of uh, caramel. Possibly vanilla from little the A little vanilla. Yeah. And this I, is fantastic. We're drinking this. Need uh, Over a couple ice cubes, this would be delicious. Mm. Now, I tell people, if you want scotch, you want a correction. You want a whiskey that's not going to be overpowering, not overly smoky. For example, when I think of the Johnny Walker double black, my God, that is so, so smoky mm -hmm. and very peaty. Not my, not my thing. But this is very pleasant. And in fact, it differs from American whiskey, especially bourbons. Bourbon's going to be that corn taste, a little Correct. sweeter. But this is very, very pleasant. I wouldn't say it's neutral, but it's just delightful. It's very light, not overly viscous. This would go great with anything, this Finian's. Yes, and it's matching up well with this cigar that you brought. Now tell really me about uh, price per bottle. It's $40 a bottle when you find it. Not bad. No. Now, who, who, where is the Finian's distilled? It's distilled at the Coonley Distillery. It's one of those ones where there was only three distilleries at one time, and they went to them with the recipe. They sourced out the water, the product, and put it together. Now, the Cooley Distillery established in 1987. When it opened, the only independent distillery in Ireland, along with its sister distillery in Kilbegan, it produces the Connemara, which has some very nice Irish whiskeys, Tyro Connell, Kilbegan, two gingers, as well as uh, this that we just, the, the Kilbegan. Yeah, the, the oh, Finnegan's. Finnegan's, yeah. Very nice. Outstanding. Now, let me bring in mixologist Jenna, the lovely mixologist Jenna, because we have a roster of Irish-themed cocktails and libations that we will be, that she'll be concocting and we'll be sampling. We do. We have some really delicious cocktails I'll be making for you guys today. The first one we're going to have is an Irish whiskey uh, mixed into our Irish coffee. Well, well first of all, tell, tell us what it is. Let's get the let's give the name. Let's give the roster of all the of all the libations. Of course. So we're going to be doing an Irish coffee. We're okay. going to do a baby Guinness. Baby Guinness. Our B fifty two. A B fifty. Listen, the B fifty two. Whether it's a bomber, the Rocky Patel B fifty two, or the or the or musical the group, group yeah. you can't go wrong. No, you really can. And and the way that I'll make it, it's even better than the rest. Let's just say that, hands right. down. Uh, we're going to be doing a bushwhacker. Now, its sister libation is the tallywhacker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too much. We are. Um, we're going to be doing a screaming orgasm. A screaming orgasm. I did not know that. Did you know that, Somalia Dave? I've heard about it. A screaming, <laughs> well, I've experienced it many times. However, not in a libationary form. Well, hopefully it gets you the same place in there with well, this. So we'll try. We'll do a, um, also a blow joy. A blow joy. Now, we oh should say goodness. that we changed the name from a BJ. I'm not going to say it because we do have some youths that li listen to our show, some youths. But, and in fact, there was a great line on... What was that show uh, that, that uh, took place in New York uh, with the, uh, all the girls? I used to watch it all the time on HBO. Um, what was the name of that show? Jeez, uh, it'll come to me. You're not getting any help from me. No, it, it was... Um, what, she's got the curly hair. Uh, uh, not Designing Women. That's not the... Um, it's go Sex in the City. There you go. Sex... Oh. In, bing, bing, bing. Sex in the City. And they had a character named Samantha who was the really provocative one, very edgy, 
very, a little bit on the slatacious side, if, if we could say that. And she had a great line. She goes, I don't know why they call it a job, because it's a joy. They should call it a blow joy. So that's what we're calling it. There it is a go. blow joy <laughs> that we will be sampling. And I can't wait to hear what's in that. And last but not least, mixologist Jenna, we will do what kind of Irish concoction? We will do a quick fornication. A quick fornication. We also changed the name of that from a quick Foxtrot, Uniform, Charlie, Kilo to the quick fornication. <laughs> but really, I don't want it quickly. I want to savor it. I want it to go all night. I want, a, I want a long fornication. So maybe we have a quick fornication, and then afterwards we'll bring the harem together, and then the rest of the day we'll conduct long fornication movies. There you go. <laughs> Outstanding. All right, I cannot wait to hear what's in these. So why don't we do this? Let's start off with the Irish coffee. Of course. So we'll start off with our Irish coffee. I know we haven't gotten it into our Bushmills Irish whiskey yet, but okay. we will be using the Bushmills white. Well, first of all, tell us what it is. What are the ingredients in the Irish coffee? Of course, we're going to be doing some freshly brewed hot coffee, um, some simple syrup, our Irish whiskey, which is going to be the Bushmills, and um, we're going to be using a little bit of Baileys in there as well. Now, the coffee that we're using comes from the Goodrich Coffee Roasters up in Clarence, New York, the Western New York Theater of Operations. They did my custom coffee for Delicious. our Cigar Dave Alpha Delicious. Pleasure Fest on the flight line. Loved it. And I selected that from about... Uh, eight, ten different blends. It's beautiful, very smooth, rich, but very, very pleasant. So we will use the special Goodrich coffee blend made for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. So we have coffee. What else? One, one more time. Um, so we're going to be doing coffee, simple syrup, our Bushmills Irish whiskey, and some Baileys in there. And when you think about it, Irish coffee, probably one of the most popular, most requested after dinner drinks, especially in the winter, the dames love it. Yeah, it's very refreshing. It is. It helps after the dinner when you're full of food, a little bit of caffeine that comes in really uh, livens you up, but the flavor is there. All right, so mixologist Jen, tell us about the Irish coffee, how you made this. We got the ingredients. Give us the step-by-step -step way you made this. Of course. So the first thing that you actually do is pour in your simple syrup, then add your Bushmills Irish whiskey and add our Baileys so that when we put our coffee on top of it, you're getting that um, blend mixing a little bit nicer together. And I like the whipped cream dollop on top. Nice, <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> Very nice touch. So let me uh, say cheers on that cheers. one since this is in a coffee mug. But mm. Non-traditional Why was that sweet? Mug. Yeah, see, to me, I like coffee almost not black, but I use a little stevia, just a couple of drops. I don't like sweet coffee. I like the coffee, just that harsh bitterness to just be neutralized a little mm -hmm. bit. But this Which is, it is. But this is very sweet. You don't taste the tannins. Coffee can throw you tannins, a little bit of right. acidity. But this is very this sweet. Yeah, oh, this, is, this is definitely sweet. You, you like the sweetness, a little too sweet for me. Uh, I find it not that sweet at all. It will have a little bit of sweetness with it with the simple syrup, and you can kind of control right. that with that amount that you put in there. Um, another option, which a recipe has, is putting brown sugar in it. Mm. Um, but that may add or take away to that sweetness as well. Just yeah, and it'd be hard to dilute the brown sugar mm -hmm. expediently where the other items you use worked very well. All right, so we've sampled the Finian's Irish whiskey. Very, very nice, 40 bucks a bottle. Our Irish coffee. Next up, the remaining... Irish whiskeys in our lineup, the Donegal, the Slain Castle. We'll also have the Bushmills uh, vertical tasting, the Tullamore ver vertical tasting, and then the Jameson. And then we've got next up, uh, we'll do the Baby Guinness and the B-52. 
We have many more libations and Irish whiskey tastings. Also, we'll get to the Guinness as well as the Smittix Irish beer. We already had our Irish delicacies before the start of the show. I just didn't want to be rude and, you know, you hear me chomping away the entire show. We've had that happen. So we wanted to be able to just have our delicacies. And I'll t what was your favorite, by the way? I like the bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Get never, and it was early. I mean, we, yeah. we set it up early for breakfast, about 9, 9.15. Yeah. I, to me, I am a corned beef and cabbage guy. Love the fish and chip. Just had a little bit. I did mm -hmm. not have much, as you know. But the corned beef and cabbage, if it's done right, it was, and it was done right, it was not chewy. It was very, Last very moist and soft. Corned beef and uh, cabbage was tremendous mm -hmm. when we had up at Debbie's place. That's right. Exactly, the princess. Exactly, princesses. We had some very, very nice delicacies as we did today here on our Cigar O'Dave special St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuver edition of the Cigar Dave show. When we come back, we'll hit up the Donegal and the Slane Castle, and maybe we'll get to the mm, Baby Guinness. We shall continue front and center. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. <laughs> that could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Day. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. The brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand-new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. As I walk by the dockside one evening so rare, to view the still waters and take a salt air, I spied an old fisherman singing a song. 
Cigar Dave is going green. No, not in the pink Okami tree-hugging type way. It's St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. And next Friday, what I suggest for St. Patrick's Day is you go out, pick up some of the Irish whiskeys that we're talking about. You don't have to get all 11. You don't have to create all the various Irish concoctions and libations that mixologist Jenna is coming up with. But if you go out and pick maybe three or four different bottles, everybody put in maybe 20, 30 bucks, get some Irish food, have some Irish whiskey, maybe uh, an Irish beer, do a little sampling of your own with some great cigars, make an entire afternoon out of it. That is a great way to spend St. Patrick's Day, perfect day on a Friday. They should make St. Patrick's Day celebrated the Friday of the week of the 17th every year. That would be nice, but then it loses its you know 17th aura or whatever. And in the name of partying and spirit, It'd be like President's Day. What day is President's Day? Uh, it's the Monday, whatever, that they make yeah, the long exactly. weekend out of it. That's President's Day. There you go. All right, so next up, we've got the Donegal and the Slane Castle. Tell me about the Donegal. Donegal is going to come from Middleton Distilleries Complex. It's situated in Middleton, County Cork, Ireland. This Donegal is matured over four years in hand-selected bourbon barrels. wonder what bourbon barrels they're using. It's going to have a little bit of a sweet nose to it. It's going to be very well balanced and smooth on the finish. Now, the Middleton Distillery is on the southeast coast Correct. of Ireland. Correct. And what's interesting is you mentioned the bourbon barrels. Yes. The number one purchaser of used American bourbon barrels is the Scotch whiskey industry. Yes. And now, apparently, the Irish whiskey industry. Yes, well, it, who knows? It might have originally been the Irish, and the Scotch picked up right. on it that the quality was coming from those barrels. So they also did it. And we're seeing other barrels, uh, cask, uh, 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 sherry casks, Went to rum the, casks. the rum distillery down in Siesta Key. That's what they're using. Well, and what's Bourbon barrels. Yeah, and remember, for bourbon to be bourbon, a couple of the requirements. It has to be at least 51% corn. And it can only it has to be a new French oak, uh, American oak barrel that can be used only once. Correct. One and done. So, and that's why you get that intense wood flavor, the chard on a bourbon, but it still retains a lot of flavor, especially when you use it for Scotch whiskey or Irish whiskey, or even when they use it for rum or other, other uh, type of gin, other, delic- uh, other libations. Yeah, it's, it's true. So they're recouping their little bit of cost on the barrel because they're expensive. All right, so this is the Donegal. We'll say yep. cheers. Oh, man, this is, wow, what an amazing, this has a maple, yeah, maple nose. Four years in the barrel. Wow, very mapley. Let me take a sip. That's light, too. That's light. A little bit more yeah. warmth on the way down. It's probably about a 3.5 mm-hmm. on the trademarked and patented CDWF, the Cigar Dave Warmth Factor. But very smooth. Let me take another sip. It's very affordable, too. It's not going to cost How much is this per bottle? $25. Now, 25 bucks. Not yeah. bad. This definitely has more personality than the Finian's. Correct. L- not, not in a negative way. Just has a little bit more body. Yes. A little bit more sharpness. So if you want a more fuller-flavored Irish whiskey, the Donegal would be the one to go for. So the Finian's very smooth and mellow, right. and then the Donegal. So 
And with this Donical, if you're going to mix, say you're going to do a high ball, you're going to make some of the concoctions that Jenna's going to do, you want a whiskey that has more power, more flavor, more potency to it. So it'll hold up in the drink itself. But again, not overpowering. It's got no. power, but not overpowering, and that is very key. All right, so we've had the Finians, the Donegal Irish Whiskey. We started off with our libation with the Irish coffee. Next hour, we're going to pick it up with the Slane Castle and then do a vertical tasting of Bushmills. We still have the Tullamordus, the Jameson, the Baby Guinness, the B-52, the Bushwhacker, the Screaming Orgasm Libation, the Below Joy, and the Quick Fornication. So hour number two of our special St. Patrick's Day edition of the Cigarro Dave Show comes your way next. Keep your cigar nice and warm. Keep your libations handy. Prop your feet up. Have your harem. Make sure you are properly relaxed, not stressed. And get your Irish spring and your frosted Lucky Charms ready for hour two. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown. As you begin the show with the General Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida. U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I am thoroughly... Enjoying my Arturo Fuente Florafina 858 Candela. Green wrapper, a jade wrapper. Celebrating St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuvers properly. Thoroughly enjoying the Irish whiskeys we've sampled. Got some Irish beers coming up and more Irish whiskeys this hour. We had an Irish coffee to start our various St. Patrick's Day libationary concoctions. We've got a whole bunch more that we will do this hour. And early this morning, we started off with a buffet of fantastic Irish delicacies. St. Patrick's Day comes up next Friday, March 17th. We get you properly prepared front and center on the Cigar O'Dave Show, Frosted Lucky Charms, that magically delicious Irish spring manly, yes, but I like it too. And if there are any other Irish sayings I can come up with besides Aaron Gobrow, you can be assured I will come up with it this hour. On St. Patrick's Day for this special edition of the Cigarro Dave Show, we have no problem getting a little tacky, especially when it comes to trying to bring out everything that is Irish. I'm wearing my special green, my Irish green leprechaun. I actually look like the... Uh, the mascot for Notre Dame, and I can't stand Notre Dame, the fighting Irish, uh, or a or an Irish pimp, one of the two. But and you've got one with a feather, so you really yes, look like I an do. Irish I pimp. do look like a pimp. Yes, exactly. I do. But we are properly in green attire. We are celebrating, and next Friday, no matter where you are, no matter what your ethnic background, everybody is Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Perfect day 
to celebrate Friday. You knock off early, have a little late lunch, enjoy the celebratory maneuvers. Many Irish pubs have got the bands playing, lots of uh, entertainment. It's a great day. And it really starts, to me, the beginning of spring because you always know that right around mid-March, you've gotten rid of the worst of winter. And right around the corner, especially if you live in the Northeast and the Midwest, that spring is around the corner. Of course, here in Florida, where we originate from today, from the Davidoff Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa, it's uh, you know like 75, 80 degrees today. So it's always spring here where we are originating from. Joining me as always, our resident sommelier, sommelier Dave Cavanis. Greetings, sommelier Dave. General Long Ashes, exactly a very long ash. Greetings to you. Thank you for having myself and mixologist Jenna here. And mixologist Jenna, you are profusely working. We started off with the uh, Irish coffee. Now we are going to have a baby Guinness. Yeah, it's fabulous. The only thing is it might be a little sweet, just like the last one. Okay. We're going to be layering this, and it's treated more like a shot than a cocktail. So if you really want to kick off your St. Patrick's Day right, this is a great way to kick it off. So the way that this one's actually made... Um, we're using two ingredients. We're going to be using our Kahlua, which is a coffee liqueur, and also some Irish cream, and we're using Baileys. So you're going to start off with putting two ounces of our Kahlua on the bottom and then layering our Baileys on top. So it kind of looks like the head off of a Guinness beer. Outstanding. When you think of the Guinness beer, it's definitely a stout. It's, it's really got that, uh, that very, very dark brown, almost malty, chocolatey color. Mm -hmm. Well, we will sample that in just a bit. But tell you what, mixologist Jenna, instead of starting off right now with the Slane Castle Irish Whiskey, what the hell? Let's mix it up. We'll start off with your delicious Baby Guinness concoction, which we have right here. And look, at, oh, that's a shot. All right, here we go. Well, actually, I'm going to take a sample first before I do that. So you're going to love say, it. Let me say cheers. Okay, I'll do the whole shot. <laughs> Just go for it. There we go. Ready? One. Wait, let me. Let me. No, let it me. starts three, two, one. <laughs> Hold on, ready? Three. Just two, one and go. One. Mmm. Mmm. For those of you about to enter Betty Ford, <laughs> I would highly suggest you do this before you walk in because exactly. afterwards, forget about it. This tastes like chocolate milk. It is that yeah, good. It is. Mmm. It can be addictive. It really can, but it is really delicious and a great way to start your uh, festivities for St. Patrick's Day this year. Well, we're on the beer. Why don't you bring over the Guinness beer? Yeah. If you would be so kind. Of course. One of my favorite beers of all time. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll get that nice and close to uh, the microphone so we can hear you open that new fresh bottle. Ah, there we go. Outstanding. Now, we talk about Guinness beer. It is an Irish dry stout originated in the brewery of Arthur Guinness in the capital city of Dublin, Ireland. Thank you so much. I will pour a little bit here into my snifter. Again, this you if you didn't know this is coming from a beer bottle, you would think that this is coffee. Yeah, it's that black. Wonderful aroma. You can really get that maltiness. Uh, it is produced by Diageo, one of the most recognizable, successful beer brands worldwide, brewed in 50 countries, available in over 120 Annual sales per year over 240 million gallons. That is a lot of beer, a lot of Guinness. And I will take a sip here. 
the mm. flavor, the color of it is deceiving. The it flavor is deceiving. isn't what the color looks like. Well, you think you're looking at it, it's going to be a sour, yeah, strong really beer. Bold. No, Not at all. It's very smooth. Very, very, very smooth all the way around. It, yeah. it, it's got that, it, you'd think it's going to, a flavor is going to be almost a burnt type flavor. It's not the case at all. Yeah, like a big bold cab mm -mm. from Napa. This is very smooth. It uses roasted unmalted barley. And for many years, a portion of the brew was blended with freshly brewed beer to give a sharp lactic flavor. Not anymore. But it's got a little bit of tang, thick creamy head. And that coming, uh, comes from mixing the beer with nitrogen carbon dioxide when poured very, very popular. It is, uh, the company started in 1759 in Dublin, but they moved their headquarters to London at the beginning of the Anglo-Irish trade war in 1932. It's now owned by Diageo. Very, very popular. And the beer that's brewed here in the United States, uh, slightly different than the beer that's brewed in Ireland. Sure. When you look at some of the Europeans, their flavor profile, if you go get some of the wines in Europe, they're really dry when they make it for the American market. It's a lot sweeter, and it's the same thing. The English drink a drier-style beverage. They like it at room temperature. I like it yes. a little chilled. This is perfect. This, this is magnificent. This is delicious. Even if you're not a big beer drinker, don't be intimidated by the dark-looking roasted color. No. Not, not now, now, this one happens to be brewed in Dublin that we have. It says that it's brewed in Dublin. Let me just take a look here. It's a sharp-looking package. It really is. He did and, their homework. Yeah, and uh, looking at this, it says, okay, it is, yep, this one is brewed in Ireland. Yep, this is indeed brewed in Ireland. For a time, I think they were brewing it in the U.S. Maybe that has changed, but it is uh, imported by... Diageo Guinness USA, Norwalk, Connecticut. And, in fact, the former president of Guinness USA, Jim Young, now the president of Davidoff North America. There you go. A little bit of a little twist there. He's nice. probably a little, little factoid that most people may not realize. So very, very nice. So let's now go to the Donegal. So we've already sampled the, uh, correction, the Slane Castle. Yes. We've already sampled the Finians, which is smooth and mellow, 40 bucks a bottle. The Donegal, which I say is a little bit more warmth on the way down, more personality, but not overpowering. Next up, we have the Slane Castle. Slane Castle, it's located in the town of Slane, within the Boyne Valley of County Meath, Ireland. It's been in the family there since the 18th century. Bron Foreman is going to develop $50 million to put a new distillery on the property. A new distillery? Brand new distillery. It should be online in they say may of this year 17 so may june probably all right let it wow. i like it it's not it's nice got it's some got nice some, aromas on there yes it does it'll be lighter than the donegal yeah just just it's smelling it it has a triple cast maturation I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get what what aroma i'm getting on the nose wow almost a little bit of cinnamon could have a little cinnamon in it. Say cheers. Wow, that's pleasant. There yes, is, it is no it's bite, no warmth whatsoever. It's very smooth. It's another one you can drink neat. Um, maybe not so much with cocktails because it would kill the actual flavor. This is a real flavorful whiskey. All right, here are my tasting notes on that. Silky smooth, delicious, light, and fruity. Yeah, and this 
version of it is around $35. I don't know what the cost will be once the new distillery will come online. $35, you said? Yeah. If you find it in the market, it'll be $35. Very, very pleasant. Again, very, very smooth, not overpowering. Mm -hmm. Even women would like this. This is the kind that you could have in a snifter with a cigar in the evening. Yes. You don't even need any ice. Just at room temperature, beautiful. And this is the difference between Irish whiskeys and Scotch whiskeys. By it being peated, the Scotch whiskeys are more usually bolder, more flavorful with the peat, the smoke, to where these are really nice, smooth, drinking, sipping whiskeys. All three we've had have been great, but i got to tell you, I really love this Lane Castle. Good. All right. Let's now go to mixologist Jenna. Let's fire up the B-52 Bomber. Yeah. Tell me about the B-52. So the B-52 is going to be another shot, and it's going to be layered just like the last one we did of our baby Guinness. Um, the only difference with this one, we're going to be using Kahlua, which is going to be our bottom layer. Then we have our Baileys, and it's topped off with some Grand Marnier. So Grand Marnier, if you guys don't know, it's got a really nice orange flavor. It's an orange liqueur. Really delicious. Okay, so give us the step-by-step -step instructions how you make it. So step-by-step. -step. First, we're going to be pouring um, about, about a half ounce of some Kahlua. Then we're going to be pouring our Baileys on top. A really nice trick to get it layered really nice is either pouring it over a spoon or having some soft, like, soft surface that you're going to be pouring it up against so you can get those really nice layers. And then next, we're going to be topping it off with a little bit of that Grand Marnier, all equal parts. And I'm going to have you put a garnish of the Slain Castle. Just a sprinkle. Just take a sprinkle. Just a little dab of that Just on a top. little dab on top, just to give it that extra Irish presence. Sounds delicious. So we will do that. So if you bring that over, that would of be course. magnificent. Can't wait. That looks magnificent. Wow. It looks great. The way that here. it's layered. Yes. Just very, very nice presentation. That, that takes nice talent. Little, nice little job there of layering. One oh, of my I can things. smell. Wow. That Grand Marnier, you can really smell. There's no question the about it. Here. Yep, mm -hmm. we'll say cheers. This is the B-52 bomber going down. Wow, that Grand Marnier stands out. Oh, that's very orangey and very sweet. <laughs> it yeah. is oh. very sweet. We're going to be moving away from the sweetness soon. Don't yes. worry. Yes, the dames would like this. They would mm -hmm. love it. Love it. Almost like a creamsicle in a way. It, yeah. It's like an orange on steroids. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a little bit too sweet for me. That Slane Castle, how did that taste with it? Just on top was good. Just a yeah. little, but again, just very smooth because it's mm -hmm. such a, a mellow whiskey, just adds a, just a light taste, but again, not overpowering. But I will say this if you're having a party on St. Patty's Day, you've got some of the dames, the Baby Guinness or the B52, very nice. And we'll have Perfect. all the recipes posted, by the way, at cigardave.com. So we'll have a nice PDF you can download, as well as pictures and a list of all the Irish whiskeys we are sampling. When we come back, we'll get into a Bushmills vertical tasting, the Bushmills white label, the Bushmills black bush, the Bushmills red bush, and the Bushmills honey. You can't go wrong with bush. It no, is Cigar O'Dave, Aaron Gobrow, St. Patrick's Day Irish celebratory maneuvers, front and center. Check out the all-new CigarDave.com. Get info on the cigars and libations the general enjoys during the show. Get recipes from the pooch pit and drink cocktails, too. You can listen to the show on our 24-7 stream or download the latest podcast to listen to anytime. Get it all at CigarDave.com.
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Luck of the Irish? Cigar Dave doesn't need it. But for everyone else, he's hosting St. Patrick's Day Erin Gobra tasting maneuvers to get the party started. Why not get St. Patrick's Day celebratory maneuvers started a week before St. Patrick's Day? Nothing wrong with that. So today, on this Saturday, we get you ready for St. Patty's Day this coming Friday. Start the festivities. Get the Irish whiskey, get the Irish beer, get the Irish delicacies, get the Irish dames, and go to town. And we welcome you back, Somalier Dave, mixologist Jenna joins me, Cigar O'Dave, from the Davidoff Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Next up, we're going to do a, a vertical tasting of Bushmills Irish whiskeys. We've got the Bushmills White Label, the Black Bush, the Bushmills Irish whiskey, or, or correction, Irish honey, and the Bushmills Red Bush. And as I said, who doesn't love Bush? Even the Democrats. <laughs> the Libs love Bush. It's amazing. They've now rediscovered after with Donald Trump. They said, oh, we love Bush. They couldn't. They pilloried Bush. They slammed Bush. They were rude to Bush. They disrespected Bush. But now all of a sudden, they like Bush. I've always liked Bush. I have to. You know what I'm and saying. we can always blame all these whiskeys on Bush. That's right. It's, well, you can blame everything on Bush to a certain degree. All right, let us let us uh, go to uh, the Bushmills Irish Jersey. First of all, tell us about Bushmills. Bushmills, it's the first licensed distillery. I guess Kings James the first needed some money. He granted them a license in 1608, 
there in Ireland, and then uh, it went on in 1784. It became an official distillery. It came through the 1850s where they started to do a malt tax, was introduced to dramatically increase the price of the malt. And then some distilleries charged their people even that much more. Bushmills didn't. 1885, it went out in ashes, a, a disastrous fire destroyed it. And then in the 18... 80s to the early 1900s was its golden years. It celebrated malt whiskey with a numerous wins on their prizes. So this is an old established distillery that's uh, just come out with their Red Bush as a new avenue for a line extension. I tell you, the aroma is very, very pleasant. Very smooth. Yeah, very silky smooth. So this is the Bushmills Bush. Irish Whiskey Triple Distilled. Let me say cheers. It's grain whiskey. It's matured in American oak cask. There's a little malt with it. It's this gonna, definitely, yeah, more maltiness, more yeah. robustness. This is something you're going to mix. Use it as a mixer as you make all your different whiskey concoctions. You're looking at $22 a bottle in the market. About $20, $25 category. Yeah. So, again, malty, very robust. A little bit of uh, zing, a little sharpness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely taste it on yeah. the palate. Very nice. Very nice. Definitely a different flavor complexion than the Slane Castle or the Finians. Correct. It's going to stand out. This is definitely the whiskey to use for mixing. All right. Next up, we've got the Bushmills Black. Black Bush. No, no. It's not by Black Bush. I'm looking at the labels, Samadhi Dave. We're going to say the correct name. Black, Black Bush. Bush. Because I, even in Ireland, they, don't, they, they, don't, they love Bush. Yeah, they sure do. So what you have now is a greater portion of this whiskey is from malt rather than grain, and it's aged in Spanish Oloroso sherry casks. Oh, and you know who else does that? Is one of the great scotches that I like that your boys at William Grant yeah, do. Yeah, the Glendron. Glen, uh, uh, nope, 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 nope. It's... Um, Glenfiddich does it, too. Uh, Glenfiddich does, yeah, yeah. Glenfiddich, yep, exactly. They do a very, very nice job. Cannot go wrong with that, so... Aroma on this, you're right. It's definitely got more of a, a maltiness Correct. to it. So I'll say cheers. It's a little smoother. Oh, that's very smooth. Wow. A little bit more rounder. This goes back to the Slane Castle and the Finians. It's a sipper. You're looking at around $32 a bottle. Yeah, this definitely is another. This, this gets a, a five-star rating for me. This is super smooth, very... Uh, just just pleasant. Yeah, it's very, with your cigars, these cigars are wonderful. You selected today, and it blends very well with that flavor profile. What a difference yeah. between the Bushmills White Label mm -hmm. and the Bushmills Black Bush. Mm -hmm. Huge difference. Big time. And, and again, it's because one is more grains, more, one of the other is more malt. Correct. So more grains on the Bushmills White, White. more malt on the Black Bush. Correct. Outstanding. Whether it's black bush, brunette bush, whatever the bush is, I say cheers and continued. Enjoying the bush. Continued. Yes, enjoy the Yes. <laughs> that is correct. And the harem is all nodding in agreement, all 32 at the same time. Yes, they are. All right. So when we come back, we'll continue our vertical tasting of the bush mills with the red bush and the honey. And mixologist Jenna will serve up the bushwhacker and screaming orgasm. 
download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. need to pinch someone because they're Irish. Instead, pour them a cocktail. It's St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra Tasting Maneuvers with Cigar Dave. Celebrating all things Irish on this St. Patrick's Day Irish Celebratory Maneuver Edition of the Cigar O' Dave Show. And I look like a five-star leprechaun today wearing my, my Notre Dame Fighting Irish fedora. And uh, wearing a little leprechaun up. outfit. I got to yeah. tell you, when I wa- walked into my haberdash and said I need a leprechaun outfit, they did give me a strange look yeah. for a moment, but I pull it off well. Yeah. Yes, you do. All right. Now, we left off after tasting the Bushmills white label. More grain. Definitely smaltiness, some uh, robustness to it. The Bushmills black bush, super smooth. Very, very pleasant. More malty. Next up, we've got mixologist Jenna. I should also reintroduce Samadier Dave, as always. Next up. Mixologist Jenna, tell me what we have. I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> so next up, we are doing what is no. called the screaming orgasm. The screaming ah. <laughs> orgasm. You guys are seriously too much on this one. It cracks me up. <laughs> what is, I mean, I know what a screaming orgasm in the, in the heat of passion is, but what is a screaming <laughs> orgasm in libationary terms? So the ingredients on this one is vodka, amaretto, Kahlua, Baileys, and either half and half or milk, whichever one you guys have at home to make. Um, And what we're doing is a half ounce of each of the liquors. So half ounce of your favorite vodka, half ounce of um, amaretto, which we are using Di Sirono today for that, Uh, half ounce Kahlua, half ounce Bailey, and then you're gonna shake that up with a three ounces of milk or your half and half. 
um, strain the ice and just pour it into a uh, Collins glass or any other kind of rocks glass you guys have in the house. Before I taste this magnificent-looking screaming orgasm, almost very frothy-looking, yes, like a it milkshake. Is. It yeah. is. Was Russian vodka used in the preparation of this screaming mm -hmm. orgasm libation? I don't know if I'm at liberty to say on that one. It was stolen. <laughs> well, yes. It was stolen. So we have a known association with uh, clearly a, uh, I don't want to say necessarily an agent, but an operative. Yes. An operative. So I, and by the way, you probably saw the social media postings I had earlier this week. The CIA and NSA, FBI released, some ver released a very, very damaging, incriminating picture of me. Could be career-threatening that you will have to take a look at uh, involving a Russian operative. You will have to check it out for yourself. Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook uh, Cigar Dave, or Instagram Cigar Dave. You will see exactly what I'm talking about. My career could be done. Was her name Natasha? I can't. You'll have to see for yourself. But let us say cheers on this. Yes. Enjoy this Again, one. Again, this, this looks like a vanilla milkshake. Yeah. Let's taste. Ladies will love this one. Oh, this alpha loves this one. This has got a almost a vanilla milkshake taste to it. Yes. This is good. Very good. Mm. Mm. Don't necessarily mm. taste any of the alcohols. No, it's all sweet, it's, but yeah. I like it. Very, Very nice. nice job, Very mixologist flavorful. Jenna. I'm glad Beautiful. you liked that one. Very nice. <laughs> now, let's go from the screaming orgasm, because we're going to be sampling two remaining Bushmills. We've already done the uh, Bushmills white label and the Bushmills black bush. Let's do the bushwhacker. So the bushwhacker is actually going to go back to using our white label. Um, and we are going to be mixing that with some Bull's apricot flavored brandy, which is really nice and a little bit of grenadine and a splash of lemon. I know that sounds a little crazy, but it's gonna bring it all together, making a little sweetness come down some since we've had so much sweet today. Mm, good. Good, because we have had a lot of sweetness. So yes, I'm looking forward to a change of pace with the Bushwhacker, and you can hear mixologist Jenna doing it as we speak. And while she does that, let's try the Bushmills Irish Honey. And you honey. know I'm not a sweetened, libation spirit kind of guy. Uh, to me, when when Jack Daniels or any of the other spirits companies put cinnamon and fireball and honey, eh, I'm, I'm a purist. I'm a Correct. libation purist. I am, too. I don't drink any of these, but a few years back, with the honey craze going on, Bushmills decided to get into it. This is actually out of production. There's plenty of it in the market, so hopefully people listening will understand what we're trying to do with educating you on this and go out and buy it. This is really nice. It's delightful. That honey takes the edge right off the whistle. This actually is not what I thought. No. I thought it was going to be very honey-like. No, not It's at very all. subtle, unlike the yes. Crown Royale maple, which Correct. you may as well be drinking Aunt Jemima's or Log Correct. Cabin maple syrup. Exactly. Pancake syrup. This is very subtle. This is Th very different. This just takes that edge off of the whiskey and makes it really palatable. Wow, I am supremely surprised. Yeah, if you find it in the market, it's going to be really affordable, $26 a bottle. So supremely surprising, out of production. Mm -hmm. But um, they might bring it back in. They're, uh, they're doing such a great job with their whiskeys in such demand. It's hard to do a unique version of your whiskey when your regular whiskey is in demand. Mm. So supremely Surprising, out of production, nice, but not overpowered by the honey. Correct. 
All right. So before we go to the final Bushmills, the Red Bush, I'm looking at a libation that has some sort of pink color. This almost looks like an Alabama slammer. Yes. It looks like it, but it won't take you that far to the south. <laughs> All right. What you've got there is the grenadine where it's bringing out that color in there, but the apricot's going to really help balance it out as well as the lemon juice. Now, give me the ingredients. Give me the, the, the recipe here. So the recipe here, we're using um, our Bushmills White Label, Bull's Apricot Flavored Brandy, some grenadine, and some lemon juice. Grenadine and lemon juice, all right? I will say Don't be cheer. scared. <laughs> that actually smells good. like watermelon. Yeah. The aroma's watermelon. I'll take a sip. Sweet, but nice. Yeah. The, right? You can definitely get the Irish whiskey in here. Correct. And that lemon did take a little bit of the mm. sweetness off the grenadine. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. I'll tell you what. While we're on a roll, mixologist Jenna, we've done the Irish coffee. Yeah. The baby Guinness. The B-52 bomber. The Bushwhacker, the Screaming Orgasm, and now it's time for the Blowjoy. Your grand finale. The here. grand finale, <laughs> the Blowjoy. Of course, yeah, let me get right on that. We are. Uh... Ah, I like to get right on that, yes. <laughs> no hey. pun intended. Uh -huh, get right on it. For the ladies on there, get right on it immediately. All the patrons here are getting jealous that we're having more fun. They are they here are. at the Davidoff Lounge in the yes. Cigar City. They're looking going, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> only what if they, they knew. What are they talking about if they only knew? <laughs> How do I get a job like that? Exactly. So tell us what is in the Blow Joy. So we're actually kind of going back to the sweetness again. We're bringing back our Baileys and our Kahlua. And the difference from what we made before with our baby Guinness is we're actually topping it off with some whipped cream. So that's going to be our biggest difference on this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, General, how do you do it? How do I do it? You are my hero. I'm an alpha. I'm a master. That's how I do it. It's a gift. Oh that's how I goodness. do it. All right, mixologist Jenna. So guide us through it here. So just like how we made our baby Guinness, we're going to be layering these once again. So you're going to be taking your Kahlua, pouring. She's very generous with the Kahlua. I <laughs> yes, she was. I'd love myself some coffee. You can't go wrong with it. Um, you've got a half ounce of Kahlua and a half ounce of Bailey. Once again, a great tool is to use either a spoon or the edge of the glass to make that layering process just a little bit easier. So Kahlua um, and Bailey so yep. far, okay. And that's really the only liquor ingredients we're going to be adding today. Everything else is just our topper of some whipped cream. Oh, here we go. Look at that. That looks so nice. She does so it erotic. very well. I have to tell you, very erotic. <laughs> very sensual. And in fact, maybe on St. Patrick's Day horizontal pleasure maneuvers, maybe you bring this into the, into the, into the bedroom for some additional pleasure. There you go. All right. So here we go, guys. Lovely. Look at Thank that. Thank you very much. That. Wow, the Enjoy. aroma definitely can taste that Kahlua. Yeah, that, yeah the Baileys And the Baileys, also, too, yeah. yeah. So we'll say right cheers. Up. Whoa. Sweetness. Yep. Definitely with, sweet again. Yeah, but with a little bit of kick on that. These are all very nice, sweet Irish drinks. There's yes, no question about it. Very, very nice. All right. Mixologist Jenna, we're going to give her a little break because the finale with her is going to be the Quick Fornication. There you go. Now, the real name is a Quick Foxtrot Uniform Charlie Kilo, but because of FCC regulations, we've changed it to the Quick Fornication to make sure that uh, none of the FCC, our affiliates, get in trouble with the Federal Communications Commission. <laughs> Again, we want to make sure all of our 
Alpha affiliates retain their license. Stay with us. And as a former station owner, I know exactly the line you can and cannot cross. So fear not, affiliates. This general will not endanger your license in any way, shape, or form. Now, let's go back to Madi Dave. We had the Black Bush. We did the Bushmills Irish Honey. Now let's go to the Bushmills Red Bush. Bush. This is brand new. This has been in the market about a month, maybe a month and a half. What you have here is whiskey that's been aged in bourbon casks for at least now you're three talking. years. So they put this beautiful whiskey in bourbon casks, and they kept it there for three years. That's what's given it that red color. Yep, and you get a little bit of that bourbon tinge, a bourbon tinge right on the nose. Mm-hmm. Let me say cheers on that. Take a sip. That's real soft and delectable also. Oh, yeah. It's got a touch of yeah. bourbon. So I, I would say Irish whiskey meets Kentucky. Yes, and it's only $24 a bottle in various markets. This is really nice. I mean, it, this is, it, it, it's got that smoothness mm-hmm. with just a little bit of that, that oakiness. Yes, bourbons are so drinkable right now. There's so many in the market, so many more coming online, so many barrels. Why not throw your Irish whiskey in some bourbon barrels? Try it out. Age three years, I'm taking this one with me. You got it. The, the Irish honey, you can take with you. But I will take the Bushmills Red As Bush. long as she's a blonde, I'll take that Irish honey. Well, you know, blonde, look, red, redhead. You got this that red bush. Yeah, brunette. Look. I'm an equal opportunity fornicator. Yes, you are. Uh, uh, EEF. E- equal opportunity. A- no, EEAF. Equal opportunity alpha fornicator. There you go. No, e- hold on a second. I've been thinking of the EE Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC. Wait a minute. I'm an equal opportunity alpha E-O-A-F. E-O-A-F, equal opportunity alpha fornicator. There you go. There you go. Now, tell me the suggested retail of this one more time. You're looking at around $24. That bottle. is cheap. Yeah, it's inexpensive for a 750 bottle of good That's quality. That's three years. Whiskey. I mean, their white yes. label is 22 bucks. You're yes. telling me $24. For another year aging in, in bourbon barrels. Three years of aging. Well, the... Uh, the white would be at least two. Well, the white would be three years. Yeah, Yeah, because it says age for a minimum of three years on this red. Yeah. And good thing we're not in Maine or Vermont. We'd have to pay 15 cents as a deposit <laughs> for, for the, the bottle. bottle. Beautiful. But in Florida, there is no. Or Iowa, five cents. There you go. All right. But this a nice-looking bottle, too. Nice Beautiful vertical package, bottle. Yes. Yeah, very nice. Bushmill so, does a great job. You know, and the impressive thing about it, they were the first license. So they've been going from... 1700s all the way to today and they're still relevant and they're still updated with their products yeah this is very pleasant again i'm shocked that aging it in bourbon barrels three years you're talking 24 dollars yeah that's a steal yeah it is that is an absolute steal and it's very pleasant again i've got to give this a five-star selection so far my five-star selections the donegal 25 bucks Mm -hmm. very smooth the slain castle which uh, is 35, but silky smooth, delicious, just a hint of fruitiness. Mm-hmm. The Bushmills Black, which I thought was super smooth, very pleasant. Mm-hmm. But I've got to tell you, this Bushmills Red Bush for 24 bucks, it's cheaper than the Bushmills Black. Yes, it is. Can't go wrong. No, you can't. How is this selling in the marketplace? Uh, like I said, it's only been in the market about four to six weeks. It's doing very well, extremely well. Not only because of the uniqueness, the package gravitates people to grab it, but its price point is perfect. All right, we still have, now we've done the vertical tasting of the Bushmills. 
We will do a vertical tasting of the Tullamore Dew. Yes, we will. A tasting of the Jameson and Smittick's beer. And then the grand finale will be the quick fornication libation that mixologist Jenna will concoct for us. The final and concluding segment of this St. Patrick's Day Irish Celebratory Maneuver Edition of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door when you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. For just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. When Irish eyes are smiling Sure it's like a morning spring In the lilt of Irish laughter You can hear the angels sing. Roger Whitaker. When Irish eyes are smiling. Well, this Alpha's eyes are smiling because I'm looking at four delicious remaining Irish whiskeys as we conclude our St. Patrick's Day Irish Celebratory Maneuvers edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We have had so far seven magnificent Irish whiskeys. We've got four more to go. Sommelier Dave, let's hit it hard. 
Let's do it. We're doing Tula Mordu. We're going to try... Tula Mordu. Now, as we learned, Tula Mordu, relatively recent uh, addition to the Irish whiskey lineup. Correct. And this distillery was being made in the collaboration of some of the other distilleries, but three years ago they came on with their own distillery. So now they're starting to gain some weight and get some distribution out there on some wonderful whiskeys. The first one you're going to have is the 10-year-old. The 10. All right, fantastic. The 10-year-old. So let me say, put it in my snifter and say cheers. The uniqueness about this is it's out of four different casks. Bourbon, dry Oloroso sherry, port, Madeira casks. On the nose, you might get some earthiness or some tropical fruits. But on the taste, it's all about fruit and wood. Maybe some pineapple, apricots. Finish should be earthy with some fruit of apricot. I have to tell you, very complex, very tangy. A lot of fruit, but very tangy. Yeah, nice. that's because of the different spite or the different woods add yeah. so much complexity to so it. So that is the basic Tullamore Dew suggested it's retail. It's uh, you're looking at uh, forty-seven dollars on that. So more expensive. And by the way, I love their bottle they released about a year ago. Nice new packaging, yes. a little taller, yes. more stout bottle. Very, very nice. Used to be in a small, squatty bottle. Yes. All right. Next up, we've got the Tullamore Dew Single Malt Ten. Yes. That was the 10. Oh, that was a 10. This is the 12-year-old that you oh, have. So now. wait a minute. So, so wait a minute. Hold on. So I'm a little confused here because we initially did the 10. Now we do these Tullamore Dew. So that was the Tullamore Dew Single Malt 10? 10, yeah. We don't have their basic whiskey. I thought we did. We did not. I looked at Let it. Let me it see a... those bottles. Now I'm getting confused. Yep. Hold on. You, you confused me because yep. we had these set to start, I think, with the 10 originally. So let me just make sure to see what we've got. So we started off with the... Okay, so this is the single malt 10. Yep. Got it. Now we're going to go to the special reserve 12. Correct. 12-year-old, okay. you're going to get a nice spicy note on the nose. Maybe a little red wine, nuttiness, light woody notes. And as always, the youngest whiskey is the note, uh, is the year. So there could be some longer-aged whiskeys in here. The youngest is 12 years old. You're going to get deep spice in the flavor, and the finish is going to be long, rich, with some citrus and chocolate raisins in it. Okay. Say cheers. Yeah, that's got some major, major yeah, flavors. Going major on. flavor. Yep, major flavor. That's definitely on the fuller, very stout. Yes. Okay. So you're looking at $54 there, and then they're going to the higher proof, which is the Phoenix. Now the Phoenix. Which this is, is 55%. So this is 110 proof. Yes. All right. This is going to be a really nice up. item. It's going to be warm, spicy initially, but then it's going to be rich with a little bit of toffee and vanilla. All right. And I'm going to say cheers. Nice aroma. A lot of wow. things going on with that. That is expansive. Yes. On the palate, definitely the fullest flavor of all the Irish whiskeys. That, that we've had so yeah, far. Yeah, no question That's about it. That's because of the alcohol. The alcohol, alcohol, but also it's, it's got a, a lot of wood to it. Yes, it does. A lot of wood. Very, very nice. Next up, the Jameson, very quickly. Jameson's, uh, Jameson's is one of the oldest distilleries going. Okay. Da-da-da-da-da-da. I don't right. know much I'm about it. I'm going to say Cheers. <laughs> okay, Samadier Dave. Wow. Nice. That's definitely got kick. All right. Now, I'm going to take a little bit of the Smittix. Mm. 
The Smittix is a red ale. Very nice, but still very smooth. Different than the Guinness, but very, very nice. Definitely a different flavor profile, but definitely would recommend it for a medium-flavored cigar. Next up, last but not least, Mixologist Jenna, the grand finale, the quick fornication. Yep, not but least, we're finishing off with our favorite cocktail, I guess, of the evening, and it's going to be our quick fornication. Uh, it's going to be taken like a shot, so it's kind of a trend of the day. Of, What's in it, uh, real quick? Shots. So we've got our Maduro, which is going to be a melon liqueur. We've got Kahlua and Bailey's, and it's going to be layered just like we've done our other shots. Nice. Ah, a slow fornication. Oh or fa- no, wait, it's a quick fornication yeah. tonight with the harem of 32. That's nice slow. slow fornication throughout the entire night. There I'm going to be taking my Frosted Lucky Charms and my Wheaties tonight. Mixologist Jenna, magnificent job. Many thanks. Yep. Samadier Dave, as my always. My pleasure, Thank General. You. Thank Great you. job. Thanks to Sergeant Steve. Cigar Dave, a uh, correction, Cigar Dave the General saying, may your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Semper delicatio. Always pleasure. Long live the... Leprechaun Alpha, make America great again. Frosted Lucky Charms that are magically delicious. An Irish spring, manly, yes, but I like it too. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all. 